Hello and welcome in to another episode of Betting the Pitch. I am live in Miami. This is your host, the real underscore G Warner on Twitter. Thanks for joining me. I hope everyone can hear this. I'm a little worried that the wind is picking up. We might be getting a storm, but we'll see about that. Uh, I'm going to go through the round of 16, the knockout stage of the World Cup. Uh, I'm going to give best bets, hopefully end of show, ultimate best bet per usual. Um, and we'll see where this all goes. Um, as always, all lines quoted on this podcast are courtesy of betonline.ag, my favorite place to get my bets down early. Reduced juice is offered at almost every game you want to bet right up until game time. Please follow the link found in the podcast description below to fund your account and use the promo code GW50 to receive a 50% match bonus up to $1,000. So now that you have an extra $1,000 potentially in your account, let's go through these lines and try to come up with some winners for the first, I guess, knockout round of the World Cup. We're getting down in the nitty gritty. It's going to be a great time. There have been some surprises, teams, that we didn't expect to get through that are here. But uh, as I let this plane go through, um, it's going to be a really, really wild knockout stage. And we'll start with the Netherlands and the United States. Um, the Netherlands currently a half a goal favorite over under is two and a quarter. And a lot of these lines I'm staring at for the first time. This is not one of them. Uh, but the U.S. are not a great favorite. But honestly, as an underdog, they've been really, really competitive for years. I mean, we've seen them move on with far inferior rosters in the World Cup in the past. Uh, and it's based on maybe a medal that United States have or something like that of that nature. Uh, and they get to run at the Netherlands, who are going to be the proud team that expect to win this competition, um, and certainly this round. Currently, the Netherlands a half a goal favorite. Um, from where I sit with the U.S., I don't really trust them to score goals, but I do trust them to make it hard on the Netherlands and to be a threat to the Netherlands because the U.S. does have a lot of pace. It sounds like Christian Pulisic is going to be available. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening with that status and whether he starts. But um, from where I sit, I don't know if the U.S. getting a half of a goal is enough for me to play. Because I think, while I don't love the Netherlands offense so far this this uh, World Cup, I do think their defense has been better, which is an important step they needed to take. Uh, I lean to under two and a quarters right now. It's very juice at the moment. I don't know that two is, is enough for me to want to play, but uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals in this matchup. And really in this round, Kind of like I haven't thought there'd be many in the whole World Cup, but uh, the third third match they certainly turned that around a little bit with some big big scores. Uh, but I think we're gonna go back to where defense matters, and that's gonna help people advance. Next we'll move. Uh, I guess I'll say the two advanced numbers at Ben Online currently: the Netherlands minus two twenty, U.S. plus one seventy. Uh, I don't know that I love anything there. Argentina then hosts Aus- or not hosts Argentina face Australia in the nightcap tomorrow on Saturday. I'm recording this. Friday evening from Miami. Um, Argentina, one and three quarter goal favorite with all the juice. Over under is two and three quarters. And this seems like a see how many times Argentina pings one into the box and hits the post. Or if they go in, it gets really ugly for Australia. Um, I don't think Australia has any business being in this competition, I'll say. Um, They're here because they got a really great result against Denmark, shockingly in the final day of their group and they deserve it. Um, they played, uh, they took a lead against France meant something and they somehow won against Tunisia on a great header and then got one counterattack. And that's really all you can expect for them. I think Argentina are pretty safe in this matchup. And I got to say, I think if I'm going to back Australia, I need at least two goals. Uh, it might get there by the time this one kicks off, but if anything, if you got to play something on this one, I think under two and three quarters, is the way to go on Australia. Next, we'll, I guess, sorry, uh, to advance, 
Argentina minus 1,000. So 1,000 will be $100. Uh, Australia, 7 to 1 right now. I don't have any interest in that, even though this is a, definitely an underdogs competition where some big favorites could go out. I don't think Argentina are one of those. Uh, moving to Sunday, France and Poland. France currently one-and-a-half goal favorite uh, with about even juice, a little bit more on the Polish side. Over-unders two-and-a-half, and that feels a little bit low to me considering France, France is in their offense. But if you think about it, the France offense hasn't been great. They're missing some key players in Kunku and also Karim Benzema. But ultimately, what can you expect from Poland on the scoreboard? Um, and I think it also makes it really hard to fade France um, cause they're, we know they got the talent. We know they got the ability. Their motivation is sometimes lacking, but I think in the knockout stages, it's a pretty good chance that they're going to be up and ready for it. Um, I think if anything, the Polish defense is really going to have to stick and do something here. Uh, I feel like they were very fortunate just to get to this stage of the tournament. Uh, and they're, I mean, Wojciech Chesney was saying after the match, how excited he was and how proud he was of the team for how they got to this point in the competition. Um, I'm not really believing that it goes much further than this. And unfortunately, if France take a lead, uh, I think it gets uglier before it gets uh, easier on Poland. So basically, if Poland get the first goal, um, which you could say about any team, whoever gets the first goal, that's a big, big start. Uh, I don't see Poland scoring. I don't think Robert Lewandowski has been really made for the World Cup. Unfortunately, it's not been a great competition for him. And I don't think it gets any better here on Sunday uh, to advance France nine minus 900. So 900 wins you 100. Um, that's a huge number. Poland six to one, but um, part of me thinks that. I mean, I guess I, I don't think Australia has a better chance at Poland. That's that's wrong, but um, I don't think either of them have great chances to move through. Nightcap on Sunday: England and Senegal. England a one goal favorite. Over under is two and a quarter. And I'm very interested in both Senegal and the under here. Um, I think England have shown that they have a lot of talent. They're not willing to use it. They're going to play defensively. They're going to take a one nil lead and sit on it, which uh, makes that under two and a quarter look a lot better than under or than that plus one on Senegal. But I wouldn't really give up on Senegal just yet. They still have a lot of pace in the wings. They still have some talent throughout that team, even though they don't have Sadio Mane right now. Um, I love the idea of being against England. I want to see where this number goes, because if it climbs to one and a quarter, I think I will definitely be on Senegal uh, against the spread. I think the under two and a quarter looks very nice. It's very juiced right now. It might fall down to two. That might be a fact of life in this round of the tournament. Uh, and keep in mind, all these bets will settle end of 90 minutes. You won't have to do anything or deal with extra time, which I think is a big deal for the underdogs. They're just trying to survive until extra time. A lot of times in these scenarios, especially the big underdogs. Um, and that I think matters for covering spreads, but not necessarily to advance lines. Speaking of England minus 425 to advance. Uh, Senegal plus 320. Um, and that's a pretty tight number compared to the last two I just read. Uh, still think England are, are more likely to go through, but uh, like Senegal against the spread and under. Uh, moving to Monday, we have Japan and Croatia. Uh, Japan, a half a goal underdog with all the juice right now. Uh, potentially falling down to a quarter, but it's a very low line for Japan considering where they've been lying this tournament. Uh, favorites to Costa Rica, but really big underdogs to both spain and germany who they both beat so maybe the, the books are and the marketplace are not letting japan pull that over on anybody this this time uh over under is two and a quarter and the way i see this match going croatia they're going to dominate the midfield and have a lot of possession um i've not felt great about their scoring ability i must say um meanwhile japan want to counter attack and they're going to let croatia have the ball but i think that fits japan pretty well here so uh yawns are back welcome to betting the pitch podcast they're always here 
Um, but so Japan are a little bit, I guess, cheaper than I want them to be, but I think for good reason. Uh, I want to see what happens with this number. Maybe it comes a little bit higher, but I feel like there's going to be uh, a real depth of goals here, or this game is going to be bereft of goals. Um, so under two and a quarter and also Japan plus one half. I like at the moment to advance Croatia only minus one ninety five favorite the lowest we've seen so far. Uh, Japan at plus one sixty five um, certainly could happen. Croatia's offense has not looked great. Japan on the counterattack has been so efficient. And uh, I think I, I had that read coming into the tournament. I don't really see it disappearing. Mexico, Brazil and Croatia, uh, excuse me, just did Croatia, Brazil and South Korea. This is the nightcap on Monday. Currently Brazil at one and three quarter goal favorite. Over-under is two and three quarters. Um, Brazil rested all their players that matter today. Took a loss to Cameroon, which is crazy, but good for Cameroon and their history or something like that. Um, that stat will be brought up a lot probably when Brazil plays any African team in 2026. Um, but it didn't matter. Got them through. They got to face South Korea, who are going to sit back and counterattack. That's going to be their goal here. And getting almost two goals is a lot for Brazil to lay. I feel like um, they were a one-goal – favorite to switzerland one and a quarter or so to serbia uh one and a quarter today with our backups to cameroon so maybe that's not as comparative but one three quarters seems very large in south korea um i also lean to that under two and three quarters i think brazil are really talented best team in this tournament um but beating teams in the knockout round by more than two goals is a lot to ask um and i wouldn't be shocked if this number does get to a full two before it kicks off uh, don't have a too advanced line out there just yet. This is probably a very new line and probably could see some money right away. Take a juice South Korea and drop it down to one and a half. To me, one and a half and one and three quarters isn't a huge difference. Certainly there is, but um, I lean to South Korea here and I want to see how, li- how high this line gets before I buy in. Uh, moving to Tuesday, Morocco and Spain. Morocco, one girl- goal underdog uh, with all the juice right now. Uh, over-under is two and a quarter. And one of the things I've been most surprised about in this tournament, besides Morocco winning their group, is um, the amount of fans and crowd they've had in Qatar. I, I guess there's a huge Moroccan population there, and they are going to be nuts. And that's a big deal, because having a home field advantage in a neutral tournament, now that Qatar is gone, uh, is a really big deal. Um, Spain, I don't think we can trust to score goals. Uh, we can trust them to possess the ball, but not not a lot more than that. Um Morocco's goal scoring, I think, does leave me wanting a lot. Um, it makes me worried about them trying to get back into a match with Spain, uh, which might make me think that under two and a quarter looks great because Morocco will not have many chances. They're going to try to build some counterattacks, but without having the ball, uh, it's going to be tough for them to get three shots and have one on target and one be the, the goal that wins the match for them or the one that essentially ties a match if they fall behind. Um, I do So I lean to Morocco plus one. I think if we lose the one, I'm, I'm not as interested in them. But under two and a quarter looks decent to me because I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring match. Spain's going to have the ball a ton, but that doesn't usually lead to goals that quickly. Uh, two advanced lines, Spain is minus 400, so one to four. Uh, Morocco gets $300 on a $100 wager. Um, I don't necessarily see Morocco going on because I feel like you're buying into the Cinderella story pretty late. Uh, but it is the World Cup, and some teams make big runs, so we'll see what happens with that one. Uh, lean to Morocco and under. Last but not least, Portugal and Switzerland. Portugal, a three-quarter goal favorite. Switzerland with all the juice right now, it's probably coming down to a half. Uh, these two teams are not that different. I don't think uh, Portugal with a loss today uh, wasn't uh, got Korea into the next round, but they were um, certainly not as interested. They didn't have as much at stake because they were already through the next round. Um, but I don't really believe in the Portugal offense much at all. I think Switzerland had a crazy back and forth game with, with Serbia today. 
Um, and there's going to potentially be a letdown from getting through because it does that match means a lot to Granit Xhaka and also to Jaron Shakiri. But they were great today. Um, Shaka almost got sent off, but stayed on the pitch somehow. And I think Switzerland has proven in UEFA Nations League that they are a serviceable team that can compete with the best in Europe. Uh, Portugal are one of those, and I think they have the ability to cause some problems there. Um, in terms of over-under for this one, I got under two and a quarter. Um, I don't know necessarily that I see a lot of goals in this matchup either. I mean, I say that a lot apparently, but um, from where I sit, I think um, my concern or I guess my feeling right now is that there's not a lot of goals in this matchup. And uh, that certainly favors Switzerland as the underdog and, and definitely makes me lean under as well. Um and so I'm going to go through, I guess, I'm going to go through all the matches now and, and sum them up and give a best bet. Uh, before I do that, use the promo code WING15 on pregame.com. You get 15% all listeners off of this European soccer, European soccer podcast. Uh, it's good for seven days from the podcast release. Get on in there um, and go save yourself 15%. I've got a World Cup package out there right now. Also, uh, be doing daily stuff if you're more into that. Um, you save some money on the World Cup package. You get everything no matter when I release it, which is something that's kind of important. I found out today, uh, but jump in wing 15 uh, as if you're on the wing or eating a chicken wing 15. Um, so to, I guess to recap are, I guess all the, the numbers here are only 13 and a half minutes in. It's probably the quickest uh, betting the pitch podcast episode ever, but that's what happens when there's only eight matches. So I'm interested in the U S under is probably my biggest lean in that one. Uh, the Oak, the, I guess the opener of the round of 16 tomorrow morning, Saturday morning here in the United States, um, Australia, I guess I lean under two and three quarters, but I don't love that. I will admit, uh, moving to Sunday, I, I don't really want to deal with Poland, uh, or under, I guess, but that under would probably be the, my biggest interest. I do like Senegal plus one and the under two and a quarter, I'm a little worried about the England offense, but Senegal have proven that they can kind of hang around a lot of these teams. I thought they looked really good in group play, gave Netherlands all they wanted for 83 minutes, then kind of fell off late. Um, but a 83rd minute concession will not be a big deal against the spread because uh, you'll push and they'll certainly make the under look a lot better um, at two and a quarter. Uh, I do like Japan getting a half of a goal and also the under two and a quarter against Croatia. Um, South Korea, I want to see if that gets a plus two and that under, see if it hits three as well. Um, I like Morocco, but I like that under even more. And then last but not least, I do like Switzerland and I like the under in Switzerland too. Um, in terms of best bets and the ultimate best bet for this episode, before I get there, I need to thank everybody for listening, whether you're on YouTube, if you hit the subscribe button, I really appreciate it. Um, if you're on Spotify, like, review, give five stars, leave a comment if you got one. Um, same sort of thing goes for Apple Podcasts, five-star review, get me up the table quite a bit. I really appreciate how many of you are listening to these podcasts. Uh, it's almost like you're trying to learn how to win some money on the World Cup if you haven't been paying attention all year. I'm not shaming anybody or anything like that, but thank you for coming along for the ride eventually. Uh, later's better than, late's better than never, or whatever the phrase is. It's hard to think of uh, as we're live, trying to contemplate an ultimate best bet. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the under two and a quarter in Japan and Croatia. Um, it's pretty juiced right now. We could see this fall to two, but that's still a pretty good push number potentially. Um, I just don't know that there's a lot of goals in either of these teams. I think Japan are going to try to spring counters and they've scored a lot so far in their, their matches besides the Costa Rica match. But um, I don't know that they're necessarily going to be as efficient on a counter attack. It's so hard to do that game after game after game. And I think Croatia will be a little bit more protective because they're not as proud as 
Spain and Germany are. Uh, but Japan, Croatia, under two and a quarter will be my best bet for this episode. Thanks, everyone, for watching. If you've got any questions, feel free to slide in some DMs, whether it's on pregame, on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Uh, leave a comment on YouTube or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, anything. And hopefully this was all legible, hearable, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I was really hoping for a better background, but it kind of got dark while I was out here. So um, hope everyone's having a great time and, a, uh, and you're staying warm wherever you are. Um, anyways, good luck. Thanks for following along so far, and I will talk to you all soon.